0: Ladies and gentlemen, I am really horrible introductions, but this is another player two review discussion. My name is Sarah Ellen, and while I continue to succeed purely by accident, I decided to this failing forward to the test and lobby questions at Adam Rourke, a fine fellow gamer, and putting his hands in the air like he just don't care. Because it sounds like (laughs) he just don't care that much about fixed box.
1: Uh Mm. Yeah, that's it's that's it's definitely more complex than that. Uh, yeah,
0: and I, and I think the reason why we picked this one for a review discussion because I think it's I, quite often I think you know we really go for more of the of the the triple A ilk to do our review discussions um, because mm-hmm. you know that's um, that definitely you know, get the get the YouTube hits and get them to our website to read the reviews and I'm oh, yeah. not gonna I'm not gonna spoil too much of your review. I did read it. Um, And I agree with everything in it, but for completely different reasons to what you actually said. Um, But for everybody who wants (laughs) to go and have a read of Adam's review of Fixbox, go to player2.net.au and have a look for it. It's going to be the most recent thing here, if this is the most recent thing that you are watching on YouTube. Um, Now, Fixbox is a cute sci-fi exploration game by Prague-based developer, uh, Renlike, and it's published by Joystick Ventures. It started out as kind of like a small demo title around some of the um, kind of game jam uh, circuits. And it started as it, this little game called Spacer and it's kind of morphed into um, Fixbox. Mm-hmm. Um and it's it's a game. It's <laughs> a game, yeah. It's, it's... Kind of all you can say yeah. about it. I think you did and... a pretty
1: good explanation from it at the start there. It's yeah it's if you've ever played some of the older oh god gone right into being old um if you ever play yes, some of the well, old adventure games old. Yep. <laughs> get off my long kids um so some of the older games like uh zach mccracken space quest you know those sorts of yeah. adventure games they'll they're text based, but at their heart they're adventure games it's this story told from start to finish and you know you go around and you solve puzzles and stuff like that um I kind of feel like Fix Fox was very much in line with that. It's not like what you would call a modern uh, adventure game. The modern ones are uh, tended to move towards uh, like click here, click there, and the puzzles aren't very logical at all. Uh, mm. These these ones were definitely logical, and um, I can see the like how they initially called it Spacer because that's um, the organization that's uh, Fix Fox, the main character, is working for. Mm. or is he uh yeah it's it makes sense like so he goes out through the whole game saying like oh i'm a spacer and this is in a future where humans and animals uh they're they're splicing dna and i loved i thought like the intro was extremely cute um wasn't it cute because it said like oh you know sometimes they just did it to be cool i was like ha and yeah, that, yeah for, I can see people doing that.
0: Purpose of of keeping, yes. keeping warm seem to be the the main premise of of splicing with animals. Is that fur hmm. fur is um, that extra layer of coverage over skin that's going to keep you all nice and toasty at night yeah. in a massive void of space. Um, it's look, I, I in terms of the kind of it does remind you of kind of a lot more of those kind of. Um, point and click kind of action games and some of the controls on it are very interesting um in like you would expect with that kind of with that kind of game you could just actually you could control the entire thing with your mouse if you really wanted to it's interesting that you kind of do a little bit more of the mousing and keyboard combo to it but going into the um going into kind of the the tool bag or the toolbox to get things out that extra little bit of you know clicking with the mouse and having to kind of Make the tool kind of go up off the thing to kind of signify it coming out of the of the toolbox was pretty. It's a pretty interesting. Um, I found the same thing. Yeah, like at the
1: start, I was like, I had to keep on reminding myself how those initial UI controls were working. And once Mm. once you know, then it's easy. But it's like I wonder why they went with that because like that's not intuitive and it's yeah. I was
0: going to say yeah, definitely. not. It wasn't intuitive, and I took a long time to
1: a long time
0: to get used to it. Hmm. definitely
1: uh, i'm exactly the same and the thing is like mm-hmm. it wasn't really inhibiting any of the gameplay it's more like you just have that moment at the start where you're like oh how do oh yeah oh how do i oh oh yeah it's this way you, you know bring drag it and bring it that way um mm-hmm. it's that's about the only thing i would say in terms of controls that i found like a little remotely off-putting um yeah. and it's off-putting not not really the criticism to the point where I didn't even bother bringing that up in the review because I'm like, look, it's not really that important. It's just an interface.
0: It's, it's adaptable. You can exactly and after
1: what, like one hour, two hours, like it's very natural. You know exactly what you're doing. You're not even thinking about it because it's the same thing every time, right? Mm. Yes, and um, I think that's
0: where getting to the crux of your of your review. It is the same thing. It's the same thing every time. And yes. Yes, and I think, oh. and that's where um, I definitely same thing every time and i think the way that you went with that in terms of where you think this game was angled i think that's Mm. where we
1: differ so that's exciting to discuss here because um and we'll explain this for people listening but um essentially like every game will have what i like to call like a circle uh circular thing so you've got your intro uh intro is always exciting because they assume like hey if you're going to decide to buy this game not. let's make the first 15, 20, 30 minutes uh, something very exciting. Everything feels new and it's very dynamic. It's like, oh, whoa, you can do this. Oh, look at the angle change. and Oh, did you hear that sound when he did that move? That was amazing. So all this stuff is really new and exciting. And then it gets into the main game. The main game tends to have this circular motion of like, go here, solve a puzzle, kill enemies. Go here, solve a puzzle, kill enemies. And it'll do that right up until the end. And then the ending is like, okay, you've got this far. Let's like the stakes are high now and like, let's like really close this ending off. And Fixed Fox does that. Um, so it's not like they invented that as a game concept. It's been done many times. As I, I said in my review that God of War does this. Mm-hmm. Um, God of War has exposition. Uh, then it has uh, your fighting enemies. Uh, and the other one is like you're solving puzzles. Now, mm-hmm. the difference between God of War and Fixed Fox, besides, you know, like $500 million of budget money, is um, that God of War, like, every one of those aspects is fantastic and fun to play. And when you finish one, it's like you are looking forward to the next time you get to do that. So, like, the combat is really fun. So I like doing the combat. The boss battles are fun. I like doing that. And the puzzles are tricky, and I like doing that. But it's not the same type of puzzle, and it's not the same type of combat. Like, the enemies can change, and sometimes you have new abilities, and they have to play into that. Uh, With Fix Fox, um, it was... I mean, it was very self-aware when you got towards the end. Uh, the the AI uh, personalities that follow you around even kind of make light of the facts like, oh, we are got to do this again. Oh, this should seem familiar. Like, ha, 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 little inside joke. And I was like, mm, okay, so you're aware that you've done this three times now. Now we're going to do it for a fourth time. And you're aware enough to put that in dialogue shouldn't you just maybe closed off the game now? Or do you think maybe your game's too short and this will extend it out by another hour and a half, which it did. Um, yeah. That's the question that I have. So, and I'm not going to say that's lazy developing and that's lazy game design. I've got no idea how they came up with that. Like, So it's disingenuous to absolutely say that, but, um, and this is where we might uh, tend to differ, which is absolutely fine by the way. Um, I had this realization towards the, probably the last uh, third of the game that uh, it's, it's concepts, it's controls, it's puzzles, and everything else, it wasn't meant for me. Um, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm like, geez, these puzzles are pretty easy. And it's like, okay, go here. It's like, oh, okay, i got to go there again to get the item and then come back. It's like, it didn't really make me think, how am I going to do this? You know, I had to sit back and I'm like, okay, so if I go there, if I hit that first and line that up and then I'll do this, none of that. Um, and you can't die in the game. Um yeah. And because it's also familiar, like I'm doing the same things over again, I was like, you know what? Like I was talking to um, uh, my son. He's 10. And I thought he he would love this game. Like this would be very fun for him to play um, because it's, it's not that challenging, but it's not just about the challenge either. It's about how fun the actual game can be and the story itself and the characters. And the thing is, like the setting and everything is very cutesy and adorable, and I actually mean that. I think it's an adorable game. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you find it?
0: Um, I think, I think I, in terms of what you're saying of it being kind of accessible and the whole age appropriateness of it. Now, and the developer very is very proactive on not wanting to have games that have a high level of violence and really to be ga- having games that are promoting an element of, you know, kindness and friendship and, and wholesomeness to it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: You know, the, the realm of the um, cosy game uh, phenomenon that we are really experiencing, that's, that's admirable. It's an admirable thing to be going for. Yep. Um, the timing of when it's come out, I think, is where the disconnect is. So mm-hmm. because we are, in the last few weeks, in an age of discomfort. We've had Elden Ring we've had Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin which is basically neo um skin Final Fantasy yep. um Tiny Tina's Borderlands which you know has quite um you know quite complex concepts to them and but that i think what people are wanting as the antithesis of that is comfort they okay. want a game where the the conflict and things and and what you're achieving still still feel like they matter but the 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 reward that they're getting from is different so when you're playing elden ring it's the the challenge and of the conflict and and you know with you know with the with the enemies Mm. with the bosses and how far Mm -hmm. you can get and oh my gosh i've died again all the time um (laughs) the the antithesis to that is something like i'm gonna hate to say it because it sounds so trivial um something like animal crossing where the stakes are still high but they're still high for very different reasons because yeah. you're playing a game where it's it's personally rewarding in a different way. It, it's yeah. it's not challenging, it's not challenging your skill, it's challenging your commitment in a way. And yeah. so that it, that whole idea of the opposite of discomfort being comforting, I think what Fix Fox has done is it's tried to find that opposite being comfortable. And with that, there's no Persons. element of of momentum of being propelled to actually come back to it and to enjoy it in the same way and mm. i think and i think that it's there are a lot of games that are going in that direction because you know we're we're three years it's come out practically what we're, we're two years after the pandemic basically started in australia and everything got locked down and that was when animal crossing was in put them prime and stardew valley and everything else where you're, yeah. you're uh, Building you know you were you're were building friendships and you're building community, and things were really important. And I think Fix Fox was trying to do that, and it didn't it, because of the nature of the type of game they're trying to make, it didn't get there. And so you've got a comfortable yeah. game. It, comfortable means accessible. And it means also age-appropriate. It means Mm -hmm. that you're completely right. It is completely you know, appropriate for your kids. And the challenge of the puzzle is also appropriate for your kids. But I don't think that's the reason why the developers did it that way. I don't think they did it because they wanted to market it to kids. I think they did it because they wanted something that was comfortable during a time where we are dealing with games that are pushing us to be uncomfortable.
1: I, I, I completely really agree west. with you on that. I think you're yeah. I think you're bang on. And I should reiterate too, like um, when I look at it and say this game's not for me, obviously mm. I don't know the intention. Like if they yeah. if the developers came out and said, actually Adam, yeah, you're right. That is who will aim in this game and be like, hey, first of all, yeah I'm right. <laughs> but second <laughs> of all, that's that's very admirable because you're you're shortening your audience. Whereas most games, every AAA game tries to hit everyone. That's what yeah. they want. They want everyone because they want as many copies sold as possible. That's just yeah. how they operate. Um, whereas I always find indie games are very happy with a niche. And they say, if yes. we can hit that niche, then that's great. So again, I don't know who they're aiming at. This is definitely my subjective take of playing mm-hmm. the game. And uh, to touch on what you're saying there about um, the things that maybe didn't get right and why didn't it work. And why some other games work and comfortable games and all that sort of stuff. I think you are bang on. Like I definitely like games that um, have intrinsic reward where the game doesn't necessarily get harder or easier. I'm just getting better from playing it. Um I obviously like fighting games. Um I like games that uh, there's a level there's a skill ceiling far be it from how high that is, but there is a skill ceiling that's like if I feel I'm going there, it's like, "Oh, great. Like I feel better about the game. I feel better about my skills playing the game, and that makes me feel good." Um I could think of a bunch of games that I actually play for a lot of comfort. And you know you can die, and sometimes it can be tricky. But um, I played it so many times; it's just relaxing to play. Yeah. Um, but and uh, so I can think of one game at the moment that I've been playing. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, uh, Deep Rock Galactic. It's it came out a few years ago, and it's super adorable and it's super fun. Uh, you you play one of four roles as dwarfs and you mine asteroids and you have mission objectives when you go in there. I put in like a 120 hours on this thing. It's It's still fun, but every time I go in and I do a mission, I get something back. I get, like, resources. Mm. I can level up this. and I can buy this uh, weaponry or this utility, and I can unlock that skin or something like that. There's something I get back. And I think this is where Fix Fox really faltered, is that so many games that encourage you to maybe explore, maybe uh, if it was an RPG, be like, hey, you want to go explore over there and fight some enemies? Go do that because you're going to get some loot and you're going to level up. Mm. Maybe uh, you'll just get better at using your abilities. Um, it didn't have any of that. Uh, so you yeah. can pick up a lot of items in the game. You've obviously played it. You know what I'm talking about. And you collect them. Uh, the inventory is a bit messy, but at the same time, literally like
0: literally and figuratively. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, it but, is. And like, I think I, it's
0: supposed to be because of it is. Mainstream. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. like the main character is like kind of like, you know, he's a bit of a mess, a bit of like, ah, oh, shit, I leave a, a banana in the oven or something like that. And, yeah. um, so I I've actually like that that's how the inventory works because now I'm forcing to me for me to go oh I'll move this here and there and I'll move that over there so I can access it a little bit better. However, there's no real point in collecting all these items because you will have more than enough
0: exactly. uh, to get through
1: the entire and, game.
0: And that's where I found I I struggled because I, I didn't know whether or not I should be going and trying to find every little nook and cranny mm. where all these items were were held because number one you kind of get punished for it and yes, the, and the mechanic of 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 resetting that um is is a little strange and and so yeah. it's kind of like do I feel like I I need these things or can I get enough from you know the the oracle and the trader and the vending machine to kind of to to hobble me through. And so I I didn't I didn't feel motivated to do that. And that seems yes. to be and because the the risk the risk reward wasn't wasn't mm. there for that. The risk of all oh, the pirates gonna take all your stuff is like, well I'm then not going to look for that much stuff until I and feel it, like I really need it. And then, yeah, and you and nailed then it i really there, need by the way. it out in the most efficient way that I can. Yeah.
1: You nailed yeah. it with the word motivation. I, I think that's the perfect word for it. It's like oh. what's my motivation? uh th- there's another word i use too many times in my reviews i'm like motivate me like um uh, it doesn't matter how good your game is if i have to go from point a to point b what is my motivation oh mm-hmm. you gotta go talk to a guy why am i talking to a guy uh he's gonna save the universe oh okay well shit i better go talk to that guy you know if you don't have that motivation to go from here to here now to be very fair to the game there is a story and there is an objective um and we can actually talk about that it's not really a spoiler. Um, You're essentially, you play as uh, Vix. Uh, Vix is uh, commonly known as Fixbox. He works for Spacer. Um, They they fix things, strangely enough. So he's had this opportunity to go to a planet to fix a beacon. Um, You get sent off, you land on the planet and you've crash landed. And so that starts this, okay, now we need to explore. We need to go find people, figure out what the hell's going on with this planet. Why is the beacon not working? And all of this to eventually get it working you know you get to the ending and all that no spoilers from me um if you want to go play through it the, there is an ending and it is it is a decent ending it's not bad um would i say the ending was like oh wow like you know like the ending for final fantasy 7 or the ending for like a myriad of other games where it's like that ending was something special it wasn't anything special but it wasn't bad either like it's it, it tied up, it tied up the loose ends essentially. it tied it up Which- yeah yeah that's a good way of doing
0: it did it and did it make you feel like you do you feel like you you accomplished something by the end or do you feel like it just it it was it was an ending it was an ending that served the characters more so than it served you
1: yeah definitely that's a good way of um, explaining it yeah it's um it's hard to talk about that um without going into spoilers. so i'll i'll try and work my way around it but um the ending was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's not a bad ending. And that's kind of where it is. Did I get to the ending because I really wanted to see the ending? No, I was actually kind of over it by the time I got there. Now, that is purely a subjective take, so everyone else is going to have a different experience when they play games. Uh, that was just mine where I felt like it was a little bit of a grind to get past those last uh, two and a half hours I felt um, on the game, just because of that repetitive nature of things. Um, along the way, though, like the story does... it it evolves but it's very uh uh it's revealing things without really revealing things so it's more it becomes about the characters in the game and learning more about them so you still have this overarching objective of like oh we've got to fix the beacon and we've got to get home and all this other stuff and these other characters and finding out about them and their past and their relationships with each other and that's kind of also important because when they do that um there's a lot of takeaways where it's it's not subtle it's teaching about like how to be you know don't be prejudiced and uh this person was prejudiced but this is why they were prejudiced and now that person realizes that and now they're a good person and all that and it's like you know we should treat each other with kindness and it's it's very um it's not subtle in terms of like you don't have to really read into it too much it's very obvious the messages that they're getting across however that's obvious to a 40 year old who is playing the game uh to someone who's um like a lot younger like that they would be playing through as like that would probably make the feel yeah, good, like anymore. oh he's i yeah. feel sorry for him now you know like oh that's why he was like that you know that you will have those moments where you've watched so many movies and stuff and had so much uh visual and uh, audio entertainment over the years you've heard that story a thousand times it's like, you know, they're in every kid's book, every TV show and stuff like that. Um, obviously for for someone like me to really be engaged in that is like you have to get a lot more complex, better at writing, better at writing characters. That's It's it's a slight criticism, mm. uh, but at the same time, it's not like I'm just saying, oh, it's crap. You Who, who would play that? It's like, yes, lots of people would play this and lots of people would enjoy it. And it mm. is comfortable. Yeah. But um, beyond that, it's... Um, it's it's nothing was really surprising to me. In fact, the ending itself, like it was the only thing that didn't feel like um, there was like a kitty element to it. There's like uh, and if for anyone who plays it, you'll get to end you'll know what I'm talking about. But like right towards the end there, like things are happening, you're like, Oh, that's a little okay. <laughs> okay, that's that's interesting. That's something to think about. So and it wasn't um it wasn't a payoff that was like really eluding that much throughout the game. Like there were like sprinkles of it but like nothing that was really ever explaining anything. So hmm. this thing happens at the end and kind of being so, so crap right now. I'm telling you about the end, but I can't tell you. It's like, you can't um, tell.
0: Is, I can't tell you. Thing, it's a, it's a, it's a secret. that happens. And, oh and, it's, and it's like, you know, you know, you know, it's like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of blow your mind. It, it's more that you, you want, you, you, you want people to kind of, yeah, you, you, you don't want to. You don't want to tarnish the emotion they're going to get from it. and That's completely. Exa- if,
1: if any, if any, and uh, yeah, and like there was a thing at the end, and you're like, wow. that's actually really interesting. I wonder where they're going to take that, but that's not where it ends. And then where it really ends, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, fair he's, enough. Is more kind
0: of like you were projecting that you were projecting where it could have gone, and that's maybe where the. Fr- I'm, I'm was... not not saying that the ending's bad. Not mm. giving anything about the ending, yep, but. Yep. Is it that your your own mind was propelling this in a in a direction, in order to kind of make up for, I guess, what you feel to be um, more I wouldn't say simplistic, but I'd say kind of more um, uh, general general themes and and tropes. The kind of go, the, oh, you could yeah. really do this spin here, and it would absolutely
1: mess us all up. Yes, yes. And, uh, that, and I was And then when its, it didn't um,
0: happen, it's like, well, it's okay that it didn't let happen, it but you kind of wish that it did.
1: Oh, absolutely. That That's yeah. exactly what was happening. But uh, hmm. anytime you have, like, um, some themes throughout a game's story where it's like, oh, I wonder, wonder how they're going to explain that. I wonder how that's going to play into it. And when the payoff of that after, well, it's about nine to ten hours, uh, when the payoff of that is just like, oh, okay. You know, it's just like, it's, you know, it's, it's fine. There was a payoff. Was it amazing? No, it wasn't amazing. Um, was it shit? No, it was mm. not shit. It was it was all right. Like, mm. yeah, I think uh, I think my brain definitely was doing that throughout the game because um, it's hard not to. Whenever a game gives you elements that they don't explain but demand explanation, it's hard not to think about where they're going to go with it. Mm. And, and I think uh, it's also can...
0: with the rest of it, like, there were so many elements of it that were so... That, that are so polished about it like it's the you oh, know yeah. it's like the, it's like the, the music was oh wasn't it good the music was a pro the music worked well the 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 decision to kind of have like a, a, a top-down view and also like make it kind of pixelated, but have those moments where you get to see you know the I guess um you know, Vix's face a little bit more. Um, internally kind of like putting the visor on or off Yeah, like as he puts things. the helmet it, on it, and off it, and stuff, yeah. And, you know, to at least kind of not make you feel like you were controlling a stick figure. Like, this. There were, there were some choices that were made that were just like, mm. Mm. that was spot on. Um, yep. And they nailed the, those. And,
1: All of those yes. things they nailed.
0: Now, the other thing, and and I'm going to phrase it in a question. I'm going to see whether or not you go in the same direction I do, because I'm just okay. kind of curious. <laughs> um, okay. So, we've talk- I guess we talked about, um, you know, comfortable, comforting, discomfort. So, in, so basically, this, in a game that's been kind of comfortable, and, and you kind of talked about the bits that, you know, they kind of caused, caused a little bit of, I, I guess, uh, discomfort for you because they, you know, were not what you expected or they, um, in your kind of comparably against other games that are more um, are more in your alley, wasn't kind of what yeah. you expected or really what you wanted to do. Did you find anything in it that was inherently wholesome and comforting that you kind of went there and went, Oh my gosh, this just, this just makes me feel, you know, kind of, you know, warm in the heart and, and, and comfortable and, and like, and, 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 and that kind of, kind of comforting element to it. Was there any, can you, can you think of anything I can think of one yep. thing and I'm not, and, and I'm curious whether or not you're going to get the same one, but I think, cause I could think we've, we've gone over this whole kind of it's, you know, not mediocrity, but it. And yeah. we've talked about the the things that artistically and narratively have worked really well. But I guess um, um emotionally, I think we both have felt very um, uh, emotionally kind of very baseline with it, and that our emotions yeah. are really picking up on the the um, you know the graphics and the music and those kind of things that we really um, you know appreciate yep. in terms of um, its its aesthetic but was there a moment you just went wow that feels so nice that that feels so comforting
1: yeah uh the universe itself its introduction um Hmm. i never at any point felt like i wasn't believing what they were giving me now let me explain that a bit better um whenever Hmm. you play a game see a movie read a book or anything and it could be anything if at any point something takes you out of that whereas like oh okay it's I'm not really sucked into this universe. I don't believe those characters. I don't believe the environment that they're in. Whenever that happens, you're you're taken out of it. And it makes, for me, it makes it less enjoyable. That could be any movie, anything, any game. Mm -hmm. Uh, At this point, like you, I mean, let's, let's think about this. It's in the future. Humans and uh, splicing themselves with animal DNA for a myriad of reasons to keep warm and sometimes for health reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, And, People work for companies, and there's relationships between this person and that person. And this was their past, and that's their history. You know, I believed it all, and I think the reason I believed it all is because how they how they set that up, and how the characters were written, and how they spoke to each other, I absolutely believed. And mm-hmm. um, there's there's a part I think it's around about the middle uh, where you're learning more about the AIs that have come along with you. And this was um, probably one of the more clever um, like lessons where uh, the AIs are learning that uh, they had this purpose that they were built for initially. But because of misuse or uh, uh, other reasons like, oh, I was meant to do this thing, but because they were using me this way, that ended up being bad things, but they saw some use. So they made it so that I can just do this. And they realized that that was a bad thing that they were doing, but it wasn't also really their fault. Um, I thought that was actually really clever. That was um, that's not poorly written. That was very well written. Um, and I kind of felt like um, for the four AIs that you have, each of those moments for me was like, yeah, like I mean, if there's a lesson that adults can take away from this, it's think. I mean, it's I'm trying to explain this without spoilers, but. Um, Think about the things that we're creating and, you know, the purpose that they're doing is like, you know, are you doing this so like uh, you can have higher profits, like as a base level of high profits for your company? Yes, but who suffers for that? And Mm. how do they suffer? Uh, Mm. And I know that's very base level, like, oh, that's bad. But again, think like, never did you ever have to read into this to find out like, oh, there was a deeper meaning there. It's very obvious what all the meanings were. And uh, for the AIs, that was my major, I think, takeaway. But I also, I liked, um, God, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, one of the main guys in it uh, who um, is sort of like a friendly, frenemy type thing with Vix and uh, that you go out throughout. You've already met him, I'm sure. Oh. And Yeah, the, the, the guy, the guy who was frozen. The guy. The guy. The guy. Yep. The guy. Uh, the guy. yep. <laughs> i liked I liked his arc, you know I thought that was a a nice thing because like they didn't just uh, explain it away in one little like mini cut scene or anything like that they they told it over a period of time and uh throughout the game you can do these things called like uh dream state things uh where you you put a dream tape into uh this device and then you go to sleep and then you play out that dream that was on the tape. I thought that was very clever, and they did that to explain like hey, you know. I know this guy seems like a jerk, but you need to see this, and you see, you like, oh, okay, oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just giving that extra layer, and I liked that. I liked that. I liked the AI's, and I liked the the environment and universe that it created because it never faltered away, and I was never taken out of that.
0: Mm. I, mm. I basically for me, it is something a lot simpler than that. So now <laughs> I'm gonna feel like a dumb butt. Um, for me. I think the thing that I found the most comforting, but also I think the most tactile in a way mm. was every time you had to sit down and have a meal.
1: Oh, how good was that? Yes, of course. <laughs> oh, wasn't that clever? That was um, a was... it
0: was it was a way of it was a way of conveying information, but it was also they made hmm. it was it was something that, you know, you it, it felt it felt wholesome because food is yeah. comforting. Food is 245 percent is the most comfortable thing in in, in the <laughs> world when you get when you go food. Um, but it's for that, it was like but it was also the tactile way that they you know did it. and also how they kind of um, it, it was they tried to make it an in joke and it was not like an in joke, but they tried to make it um, uh, contextually relevant to the story, but you know that they said it purely because you didn't want the actual game to crap out um the whole thing of you have to finish the entire meal it's like yes because it's the only way that the game will actually work but (laughs) it but it made it made so much sense because it it made you sit and pause and consider every single tactile action of picking up the spoon picking up the fork picking up the chopsticks and like no (laughs) did you feel like could you could have felt like eating it you really could have but also it um it it was like this this massive kind of uh, kind of it, it took you it it kinda took you a little bit out of the the universe and the narrative for a moment and it and it because it fixated you on hmm. this one thing and also was a really clever way of dispensing useful information to the player as if they were yeah. talking to you know, talking to Vix. So I think for me that was That was the part that was most comforting because it felt it felt so tactile and it felt so it felt so kind of nice and but I mean with every with everything else I mean it's just it it's a it's a comfortable game like they did they did nothing they did nothing wrong it is a good short it's a good short game to you know it's like Mm -hmm. what about it's about ten hours or so. Um, it's a good short game to get through. Um and yeah, the the story the story ending doesn't have as much of a of a payoff as, you know, your your triple A games and things like that. there's no not the same level of plot twist to it, but it it the, it, the timing of its release for me is where it feels is where it feels disjointed. it and, and I think whereas for you, I think it, I think, Acknowledging that it's not a game for you is is a is a good thing. It's a nice it you know it's it's a good yeah. thing to do. And being able to deconstruct it in the way that you have is really is is really important because it's not you it's it's not you sitting there and and justifying the way that you felt about it. It's just you sitting there and going, this is how I feel like this has been constructed, yep. and that's that works well. You know, there's uh, there's nothing yeah. there's nothing that you can you can fault. It is a straight pass. It just mm. um, the the payoff moments extrinsically and intrinsically are not there mm. as much. You know the the dynamic of that is is not there as much as what you really what you'd really like. Um, yep. Yeah. Is it is it a game that on a Steam sale you would definitely want to pick up? Like you know you'd say to uh, you'd say to some friends, hey, you know, pick it up for something different to you know to to play over the weekend either on your own or with your kids
1: it would it would depend on the friend i would have to yeah because i like with most of my friends i know what kind of games they like and some yeah. of them like completely different games to me mm. um for example my partner there there are some games where i'm like oh you would love this game but mm. i wouldn't uh and that's that's kind of the reviewer in me coming out because as much as it's impossible not to have a subjective take on a video game that you're literally reviewing it's impossible mm. you can't do it um mm it is very important to sometimes take yourself out of the equation and realize, yeah, okay, they're doing this. You have to press X and you hate the X button. Don't you know anyone that likes the X button? Oh, you know, 10 people. Well, for them, that's great. Hey, here's a button, you press X. Oh, I love pressing X. Great, I'm going to go buy that game. It's so important to put that into a, a game. And um, I've, done that with, <laughs> I've done that with games um, where I personally found them really hard to start off. And I know that uh there are people who can kind of like pick them up and keep running for me, it's mm-hmm. any complex RPG. like i oh, yeah. I just like I get lost at the uh the stat screens and stuff like that. It's like, can you just strength is that just hit points it's, it's no it's this paralysis. and that and you're like oh yeah. okay all right, yeah, it's yeah. just like, it's such a learning curve for me where people who often play that a lot they go, oh bang, bang bang, bang bang, and I know what I'm doing that they they hit the ground running I'm like, oh for God's sake." Uh, The Battlefield games were like that for me as well. Lots of friends who have played them forever, they know exactly how they work and what they're meant to do, whereas I'm looking at it going like, I don't get it, and I'm doing this wrong. And Okay, so I spawn on that guy. Okay, now what? I go there. Okay, I got shot. What Now what? I can just respawn here. Uh, Sure. Like, it was a learning curve. And um, when you can look at that and go, okay, but there's a large group of people that are really into that, for them, that's perfect, and uh, I think uh, your um, uh, mention of Elden Ring is a great example of that. Where these games are notoriously hard, and they've never not tried to be hard. They are—they were always meant to be this like focus on combat and a difficult version of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been like that since Demon's Souls, since its first uh, incarnation. Yeah, uh, its first version. Um, yeah, it's it's i like that they they're popular enough to make a game like that and have it as popular as it is because normally that's not the case uh normally it's it's a lot smaller it's a lot more niche and they sell enough copies that it's like we're we're healthy and we can make games like this for this crowd the fact that they have this massive crowd is a big thing as for fix fox and to get right back to that like someone someone like yourself yeah absolutely uh someone like my son oh yeah would love it and Mm. um someone who's just looking uh, like, I mean, hell if my, if my parents were like, oh, you know, they're actually after a game, like just like a, a feel good game, be like, go play this. This is a fun game. Like, I mean, you'll feel nice about playing it. It's like a, it's a little story with nice characters in a universe that you didn't think of probably couldn't. Um, you'll you'll enjoy it. You, you're not going to die. And it's not that difficult. So it's very accessible for anyone to play. Yeah. The person, the Part that um got me stuck is like yeah, but uh you know for me there's a lot less reward, but that's from yes. someone who's used to intrinsically playing a lot of games rewarding. where you get a lot yeah. more reward
0: out of it. Yeah, yeah and and yeah, I think yeah. and I and I think you know you, you're 100 right. It's the kind of game that I would you know go. I wouldn't go to my friends that I play games with a lot and say hey you need to you need to pick this up or you need to pick yeah. it up when it's you know two dollars on Steam. It's more of a game that I would talk to a colleague at work and who, who knows that, you know, I play a lot of games and be like, well, look, if you want to do something a little bit different over the weekend, and yeah, instead so of, awesome. instead of taking out the thousand piece puzzle, um, you've got a computer, <laughs> you've got a computer and you know, you've this, you know, it's something that, you know, it, 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 it's, it's nice and it's comfortable and it's not going to it's not going to challenge you too much it's going to as we said the controls to start off with they're going to feel a bit awkward but once you kind of get um used to it it's a lot um it's it's a lot it definitely is um in, you know intuitive it's not something you have to constantly have a manual next to you and go oh my gosh what button mm-hmm. it's it it the the signs on the screen and everything else are completely fine but it's a game that you could sit and say do something different yeah. on the weekend Instead of playing a puzzle, you know, just just do here. Here's here's a puzzle and a game. Just why not <laughs> give 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 it a go and 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 join the dark side. We have cookies, but this is this is how you start them on the road to Hades. Um, <laughs>
1: hey, what a great game! Oh gosh, yeah. I
0: know. We need to stop plugging other games in here because this is not the point of this. Um, but it's in okay. So Adam. In in summary of your of your review, do you believe mm-hmm. that right now, based on our discussion um, this this fine evening, that anything in your anything in your review <laughs> would change in terms of how you felt about it or how you justified it to yourself or anything like that? Do you feel like any of that has changed, or do you think that no, you're no?
1: I feel like uh, like from talking to you, those like that that food part actually was that's something I felt like would have been nice to put in there because that actually was like, yeah, that does kind of take you out a little bit. And the the way that they Mm. works, it's just, it's another like series of puzzles and collections that unlock Mm. your ability to get the food, but then eating the food tells you the next part that you know you have to go do. But Mm. how that works is uh, it's look, it's, it's very short. It's very simple, but it is nice. And it is, it is wholesome. And um, as comfortable as the game is, it's also adorable. And, you know, I, I could look at a game and say, like, if I'm, like, got a bit of a smile, like, yeah, that's that's adorable. It's like, yeah, well done. You did something right there, right? Like, your design-wise, you did something right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I and I think it's it's been interesting to have a conversation because I didn't get as drilled down on the... I got drilled down on more so on the input and the output, mm-hmm. essentially, you know, how you how you make the character move and, you know, all the aesthetics of it. But I didn't really... I didn't really sit there and think to myself, well, actually the way that I'm, the reason I'm feeling this way is, is because of that loop that now it's like a, a narrative loop, a gameplay loop that has just, you know, that, that didn't, didn't vary enough. And I didn't, Mm -hmm. and I didn't really think about it that way at the time. So.
1: I think that's, this has been a
0: good chat. Yeah.
1: well, I I talked forever guys. I'm so sorry. Oh
0: no, it's all good. (laughs) <laughs> um to to sign off for this for this fine evening again please go and read the review the review is fantastic please. yeah um
1: thank
0: you yeah you're, you're very welcome i i i loved it um and and also uh, thanks for thanks for listening in and and watching us kind of go in a whole bunch of different tangents on uh, just a just a nice com- just a nice comfortable it's game
1: Comfortable games. yeah just a, just a, a nice comfortable game, game. And if you're a everybody else is uh, going to be talking
0: about Elden Ring probably next time. But we're talking about a comfortable game,
1: <laughs> they're going to be talking about that for the next two months, I guarantee you.
0: Next two years, we'll next years. <laughs> minimum, they're still, po- all- they're still doing gaming criticism on on whatever Dark Souls they feel like that hasn't been talked about enough. Let me
1: talk about it until Bloodborne 2 comes out. Oh,
0: god, <gasps> oh. no, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for, for tuning in, listening in, watching in. Go and read the review. It's going to be in the in the comments in the description below. Uh, my name's Sarah. This is my awesome friend, Adam. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will catch you next time.
1: Bye-bye.